1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Could Cameron Carter Vickers be closing in on a permanent move to Celtic? Leon Balligan says the future looks bright for Rangers under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and St Johnston Hammer Inverness to retain their Premiership status. I'm Andrew McLean. Joining me in the studio tonight is Gordon DL. Yeah, first and foremost, uh, after the weekend's football, congratulations to Callum Davison and St Johnston. It was a tough old two legs, but they got there in the end. The second half performance was worthy of it. But the weekend football, uh, congratulations to Rangers for the Scottish Cup. Obviously Celtic with the double as well. It's been a really interesting season. Very good season, you've got to say. Motherwell, Dundee, United in Europe, absolutely fantastic. Ross County, you look at their season near the, the run that they had. And uh, Livingston once again finishing strong. So... Um, all about transfers now, Andrew. That's the most exciting thing for the supporters. Once the season's over, you think, right, who's leaving? Who's going to be going to different clubs? And who's coming in? Who's going to make it stronger? What positions do you need to make it stronger? And that's what the supporters are now looking at day in, day out. Yeah, well, I mean, the domestic season may be over, but the talking points in Scottish football never stop. We're back here for an hour, every night, every weeknight, and you you know, you sometimes think these summers are going to be quiet and they are never quiet. There's always something going on. A couple of years ago we had the debates about you know debates and votes about the league finishing early due to COVID. Last summer we had Eddie Howe knocking back Celtic and that opened the door for Ange Postacoglu to make his mark in Scottish football. And we've already got some huge Scotland games on the horizon, plenty of transfer stories too. So it'll be loads, loads to look forward to going. Yeah, it'll be a busy close season. Uh, as you said uh beginning of next uh, week we'll be concentrating on a massive Scotland game against Ukraine um, but just now I think everyone will be looking at the departures we looked at the cup final at the weekend McGregor comes on for a couple of minutes is at the end of his career Davis guys like that Golson for Rangers you look down Celtic I think there'll be a big turnover of players there getting out the door because I think the manager will want to freshen up again bring his own players in I'll be the same from every club players that are being at clubs and done so well leaving going to different clubs for different reasons but it leaves an opportunity for the managers to bring in their kind of players to strengthen their team to kick off next season and as always we'll be taking your calls across the summer anything you want to talk about give us a call 01419511025 or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB and how about this everyone that calls the show and makes it on air tonight goes into a draw to win a pair of VIP tickets to see Martin O'Neill Chris Sutton Paul Lambert Jackie McNamara and Lubo Moravchek at the SEC Armadillo this Sunday the Celtic legends will be on stage talking about their time at the club and one person who calls up tonight will win VIP tickets including a meet and greet with O'Neill Lambert, Sutton and the rest We'll draw the winner before the end of tonight's show So that's perfect for you If you're a Celtic fan, if you're a fan of another club I'm sure you know someone that'll love those And they'll owe you a favour if you give them So make sure to call us 01419511025 To get involved Plenty to talk about Already talking about transfer stories One I saw mm. this morning in a, I think it was the Daily Record Talking about Cameron Carter-Vickers Saying he's agreed personal terms with Celtic we've known that he's had a loan deal that could be made permanent this summer the fact that it looks as if he's agreed personal terms that'll be a big boost for Celtic fans that, you think Gordon? That would be a great bit of business uh, if you look at Celtic's defensive record this season 
uh, he's played a massive part in that. Um, he's he's been terrific for Celtic. Um, I said that he should be in their nominee for one of the players of the years. I think a player of the year. I think he's been brilliant for them. I think he's ha- he's helped Starfelt. Obviously, experience with Joe Hart behind him as well. He's been a leader. This is a guy that probably this is uh, most he's played in a season for any club. I think it's forty five games round about that, Andrew. So he's enjoyed himself at Celtic now. The two big question marks for Celtic is to get them over the line is Carter Vickers and Jota. And if I had to pick one, and I know a Celtic fans out there may disagree with this and probably will, because I can understand it, I would be going for Carter Vickers. Although I'm sure every Celtic fan wants the two of them tied up. I think Jota is a fantastic player. But what Carter Vickers has brought to the defence is so so important because it allows the middle of the park and the front men to go and do their business go and score the goals go and be the heroes Carter Vickers sits in there organises he's grown as a he's, he's becoming a better player every time I see him he's got a good season under his belt now he'll only get better next year I think that's a fantastic bit of business for they can get that over the line he's had that consistency of performance but how important is that consistency of just Availability Because he's He's played nearly every game For Celtic Managers love that If you've just got a player Especially a centre back Who you can look to as Your main man Who's just there Every week And is available to play And play well He's a, he's a Celtic's equivalent Of what Rangers have got uh, Conor Goldson Conor Goldson Every manager that come into Rangers Played uh, Goldson Nearly every game um, Karavik is, is that Player for Celtic I think that uh, every time he's available, he plays. He's just he brings so much to the defence. And as I said, this is this is new territory for him. He's not played over four Todd games in one season in his career, and he's just get better and better and stronger and stronger. Another pre-season under his belt. If he stays at Celtic, and I'm sure every Celtic fan has got their fingers crossed, hoping that deal will get done. I think it will get done. Um, it'll be a perfect fit for him It's a great player to build your team round If you look at Joe Hart Ingles Experience that he's got Carter Vickers is a terrific centre half You look at Callum McGregor The leader in the middle of the park And you've got those front men They've got a good backbone to their team Celtic 01419511025 If you want to get involved Kevin is a Celtic fan in Newton Mearns First up Kevin If Celtic can get that Cameron Carter Vickers deal over the line How big a boost will that be? Massive Him and Jota Would be a massive Signing The core, the core team Would surround Round your centre back Gareth Vickers Has missed a game This season It's been delightful To watch Strong as a bull I mean Gordon It's that Consistency into next season As well If mm. Celtic have, have Had guys like Cameron Carter Vickers Like Jota Who have fit Into the system Have played well For Celtic this season If they can get them Back again next season it kind of gives you a bit of a head start because you've got guys in again who who know the club, they know the rest of the players, they know the manager's style, they know what they're doing. Yeah, and I and he plays a massive part in that. Um, I think he's a leader at the back, Andrew. I I, I just think the guy's a perfect fit for the Celtic defence. Um, you know, he's made Starfelt at times when you look at Starfelt and there's question marks about him. We've had Celtic supporters on here questioning him a little bit. I think he makes him such a better player. I think Celtic will strengthen in that department. There was talks today, whether you believe it or not, Julian may be believing uh, Celtic part. If that's the case, they'll need to strengthen in there. But just a guy that I think the manager puts so much trust in him. He's very good defender. 
he can get the, a goal as he scored as as he showed against Rangers an important goal. He can come out from the back. He looks comfortable on the ball. I just think because of the fact that he's not played a lot of games consistently in his career, this season's been different. I think he'll just get better and better. Kevin, what else are you hoping Celtic will do this summer? We have a massive, massive set of boots to fill with Tommy Rodgick leaving. I feel that we need to free up some wages. Sorrow, Barkas, um, Bolingoli. They need to go to free up a big, big signing to fill Tommy Rodgick's books. He's been absolutely amazing. I think we'll look back at him as a Paul McStay, an absolute legend, a player just for the, the key goals he scored, the key times, and the way he conducted himself on and off the field. True professional. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, Ange Postacoglu brought in a lot of players last summer, then brought in some more in January. When you look at that Celtic squad, there's a lot of players in there that it looks as if Ange Postacoglu maybe doesn't fancy Sorrow, Ayeti, Barkas. Mm. We talked about Julian there, who's not really had a game since he, he came back in. That That's a big job that Ange Postacoglu and, and the Celtic staff have to do to get these guys out the door so that they can bring more in. Yeah, without a doubt. There was talk today when I was reading, Andrew, whether it's true or not, round about, you know, 15 players maybe departing Celtic. And that's what happens at a club the size of Celtic. You know, you you, you get the guys like Ayeti sitting there, brought in for a lot of money, probably in big wages. Sometimes it's difficult to shift these guys because these guys ain't prepared to move just because Celtic want them out the door. The deal's got to be right for them. But I think that one or two, well, probably more than that, I think you'll see a big turnaround of players leaving Celtic Park because they want to go and play football anyway. But you're talking about filling Tom Rogic's boots. I'm a massive fan of his. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Love watching him for Celtic. I thought he was brilliant last year as well. But you look at the middle of the park just now, I wouldn't be too concerned. You've got O'Reilly, Hatati, Turnbull, who is a fantastic young Scottish player. Gucci we've not really seen because of his injury at Alloa. They've got McGregor, the captain in there, the leader as well. Um so yeah, I think he'll I think he'll add in all departments, uh Postacoglu. I think he knows what he's doing in the transfer market. He's shown that with his signings. Um but you're right, you've got to free up some wages, you've got to free up some money, you've got to get players out the door, and I think that's what they'll be concentrating right now. Kevin was talking about freeing up you know, wages by getting players out. But it's also a case of, you know, squad harmony as well. You don't want too many guys in and around the squad that are at the training ground that, that aren't getting game time, that aren't getting in match day squads. Well, I think that I think this is where uh, Postacoglu will, uh, you know, do work as a manager that he is. I think he's a very straight talker. I think he'll sit players down in his office and just say, look, you know, I don't see you going any further uh, with the squad and my plans and the way I want to do in the future. And if you do that with players and you're honest with them and they realise, I ain't going to get any game time here, okay, I'm on decent money, then it's up to their agents to go and try and find them something to get these guys to go and play. Because as much as everybody knows that money's very important in life, it doesn't matter if you're earning X, Y, and Z, very important in life. But if you're a professional footballer, so is training every week to play at the weekend. That's the most important bit about it. Any player will tell you, you train all week, you work hard, and the end game is you want that strip at the Saturday or the Sunday, whatever it may be, to play. These players are no different. And when the manager sits down, and if he tells them the truth, which I think he will, straight to their face, look, you have no further part to play in, in this club going forward, then it's up to them to get themselves a club where they're going to be welcomed. 
Kevin, given what you've seen from Ange Postacoglu in the last two transfer windows, how much confidence does that give you going into this transfer window that you feel will be able to bring in more players that are, right, are the right fit for the club? Totally confident. He's got a, a worldwide web of people that we didn't even entertain last for the last 10 years. Um, we've got Nakamura, but I think he's got a consistent He's got a consistent way of looking at it. He's not just going to look at Japan, Australia. He's going to look around the world with his supporting staff. So I'm very, very excited about the next transfer window. I did say when they come in, two or three transfer windows, and we'll have a team that compete with most people, bar the big, big boys, of course. But you need to live in hope, don't you? I mean, the fact, Gordon, that Ange Postacoglu has got so many right in the last couple of transfer mm-hmm. windows naturally means that he doesn't need to do as much business this summer. There's not as much upheaval Which will surely help Yeah he's not in the, the situation When he came in last year That uh, he had something of a turnaround Over 10 players Well over 10 players And quality players Even from their their, their captain uh, Scott Brown You know all the way through to Christie's and Edwards And all these guys Ayer All these top top good uh, quality players For Celtic at that time and he didn't have a lot to, of time to do it, Andrew. And he produced a good. January was his best transfer window. He was absolutely brilliant. He brought players in that made the difference. That turned that six point, seven point gap, whatever it was, round, and they won the championship. And top of that, they won the League Cup as well. Uh, he's got time now because his base of his squad is very, very good. I think getting players out, and the two players that we talk about at the top of the show tonight, Jota, and Carter Vickers will be his main aims to say, right, we need to cement name, then he can go and pick and take his time in our T-Squad. Well, thank you to Kevin. He's in the draw to win that VIP pair of tickets to see Martin O'Neill, Chris Sutton, Paul Lambert, Jackie McNamara and Lubo Moravchik at the SEC Armadillo this Sunday. And so is John, who's next up from Coatbridge. John, what's on your mind tonight? Hi, guys. Gordon, Andrew. How Hi, John. Hi, uh, no, my, my main point tonight I would, uh, is a bit. I, I, I thought Celtic missed a trick. That's a way uh, not getting, uh, would you call it, um, David Marshall in as his backup. But I would like to see them signing, uh, would you call it, a secret guy. I think he's a great goalkeeper. Not I mean for Dundee United. He's had some great games against Celtic and Rangers in the past couple of seasons. Just wonder what you think. Um, yeah, I, I can see your point with David Marshall going to Hibs. I think that's a good signing because. You know, you see, for instance, Craig Gordon, I watched him on Saturday in the cup final and still get plenty of games in the bag. Uh, McGregor's also top quality goalkeeper, all at the wrong end of the you know their careers, but still producing week in, week out. Um, yeah, David Marshall could have been a good backup, but there's no doubt uh, Celtic will have someone on the radar to come in there. See Chris up at Dundee United, it's been brilliant. Uh, I think a few clubs will be certainly looking at him, but I'm sure that you've got to trust the manager, Postacoglu. He's not he's not filled in the transfer window yet. He's not brought in a player that any Celtic fans have come on this show and, and complained about and thought you know wasting money shouldn't be at the club. You know he's not good enough for a club. So so far in the transfer window under Postacoglu, he's got it right. So he'll probably have uh, his eyes and ears open and looking for a goalkeeper to obviously not just be a backup. He wants somebody to come in and challenge Joe Hart. And I think Joe Hart would want that as well because if you're a goalkeeper and you guaranteed your place, like Joe Hart was, and deservedly so, because he was the best goalkeeper by a mile at Celtic and still is, 
But if you get someone coming in and you're looking over your shoulder thinking, I need to keep my performances up, it's great for a manager, it's great for a team, and it's great for Joe Hart as well. So Joe Hart would welcome that challenge. John, apart from sort of looking at a backup goalkeeper, where do you think is the, the main area you'd want to see Celtic strengthen in this window? Well, as I spoke to Chris, I, I, loved, I hope they get Carter Vickers. As, as I said, that guy just went to strength and strength. And, and I, I hope they get rid of Julian, because as I always know, I'm, I was on here quite a lot. I don't, don't like the guy. Uh, he, he's, he's just too soft to me, just for a centre-back. But I would like to see him even going for a, uh, trying for a left-back. So I've heard some, read some in the Celtic blogs, apparently they've, they've got somebody lined up. A 19-year-old apparently is, is really good. But I would, as I say, maybe another forward just to keep Obviously, I think a Yeti and that will leave. But uh, I just I think it's looking good, as you said, as Gordon said there as well. Some of the transfers, he's not let Celtic down yet. In the transfer market, uh, Ange, not I me, mean, everybody's sight's really been good. So just hopefully uh, he'll add a few to the team to strengthen for next season. Andrew, can I get, can I get a wee mention out to a wee Coatbridge boy that's fighting down for the Celtic title on Saturday down in Wales, wee Mark Sparky McEwen? Yep, go for it. Aye, it's, it's, dad's a good pal of mine And we went to see him the last time in, Down in Sunderland And uh, he won through He's fighting for the Celtic title Against a Welsh boy So well, if you get your money on him Dad's it, he'll, he'll knock the boy out Yeah, tell, down there. tell Sparky all the best <laughs> Tell Sparky all the best for me Right, Dad, cheers, cheers guys Thanks for taking my call Cheers guys Bye Thanks John Everyone please gamble responsibly Out there But John uh, John saying he's a, a big fan Of Cameron Carter Vickers I'm I'm not sure you'll get many Celtic fans that will come on the phone This summer and Say that He's A player they Don't want to see again Next season And the same with Jota Yeah I think both of them That's what I said I think the, If you're doing a bit of business Just now Your concentration Is fully on Yes Freeing up wages Getting players out Celtic will have a lot of money Because they've won the league In the Champions League Of course they will But you've still got to balance The books a little bit Andrew It's a manager's responsibility To try and get people out the door So that it does give Celtic A bit more money with wages And they can work about Carter Vickers and Jota Are essentially what they do They've been absolutely brilliant The good thing is Just the reports you hear That these two guys love the club And when you get two players they want to be there, want to be a part of it. They've loved their time there. They've won a, a double. They're in the Champions League. So it's just a case of sitting down and hopefully getting the deals done. Well, thank you to John. Give us a call on 01419511025 and you could be up next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL here with me, Andrew McLean, in the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 01419511025 if you want to get in touch, or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. That's what Pozog has done. And he says, in response to an earlier caller, he says, as if David Marshall wants to spend his twilight years on the bench. Someone was calling for him to go to Celtic. And it's a it's a fair point because David Marshall, he's still in the Scotland squad. He wants to fight for that number one, number one jersey for Scotland. He's not going to want to go and sit on the bench somewhere, is he? Yeah, I, th- I think for David Marshall in his career, he's, he's a very good goalkeeper, uh, Andrew. Let's not be kidded here. I think he's a terrific sign for Hibs. I really do. I think that's a, a good start of the the signing policy for Hibs under a new manager. So it'll be interesting to see how he uh, plays next year. I'm, I'm sure all Hibs fans hope that he 
performs the way that across the, the, the city that Craig Gordon's performed for us. Well, plenty of interest in transfers. John is a Rangers fan up next in Mary Hill. John, what are you hoping to see Rangers do this summer? Uh, hi, guys. Thanks for having us on again. I kind of got on last night. It was just talking about different people coming and going. Um, and my, my, my point to try and got on last night was watching the game on Saturday, the big fella, Suter, big powerhouse. It was outstanding for Hearts. He's hardly played much through certain injuries. I think he's a, he'll be a great signing for Rangers. I think he'll become a better player. He'll become fitter. Rangers will get him sharper. And if we can keep Goldston, which is a big ask. I know there's a lot of this has been going on now about a saga for the last probably six, seven months. But if we can keep Goldston, have big shooter in there, chances of keeping Bassey might be very slim, might be massive amounts of money coming in that we can't refuse it. Love to see him stay with Tab right back. I think that defence could win as a champion, could win as the league next year. Um, on watching that game, big shooter was a powerhouse. He won everything. It was obviously something to prove. He's playing against these future uh, employers, and it was his last game for Hart. So that was my point to try and get on last night on the back of the big fella being outstanding. He's a he's an absolute typical centre half. He wins everything, and if we can keep Goldston, we could have a real strong, solid defence because we've lost a lot of goals um, throughout the season, and I think that's where the big fella sort of could be. Could be a big handful in there. I don't know what your, your points are there, Gordon. Yeah, Gordon, I was in the studio on Saturday for the Scottish Cup final and we were watching it on the on the screens in here. I can't remember how many times I said the ball's been headed away by Suter, blocked by Suter. It was a big performance from him. That'll give Rangers fans a lot of hope of what he can offer them next season. I think he's a very good signer. Uh, I was at the Hamden covering the game for Super Scoreboard, uh, Andrew Juneau, and I watched Suter. Um, yes, I don't think he was what you would say 100% I think Hearts just had to take the gamble because it was a one-off Scottish Cup final good chance for him to try and get a trophy you got to play your best players but he didn't let Hearts down he's got everything in his locker he's been unlucky throughout his career with the injuries um, if Rangers can get him in there get him a little bit fitter get him that match fitness that he needs he certainly get everything Golson I, I just, if I was a guessing man or a betting man, I would probably say that he won't be at Ibrox next year. Uh, I'm sure every Rangers fan would hope that's not the, uh, it's not right that he would be there because he's such a good player for them. He hardly misses a game. Yes, he's had his moments. He get criticised in the final for he's defending for the equaliser, um, but everybody will be criticised. Everybody will make a mistake. But over the piece, the amount of games that Golson's played for Rangers and the performances, I've got to say he's been brilliant for him. John, where are your confidence levels when it comes to you know hoping to keep a hold of Connor Goldson? Well, this is probably on for some time, as you guys know. There's a lot of chat that he's on, say, 23 grand a week and he wants 30, or he wants, he's on 28 and he wants 35, whatever it is. Look, the Rangers have made a substantial amount of money for this whole run. Maybe if somebody like Vanny Van Bronckhurst can sit him down with the background and say, look, we're pushing for Champions League here. There's a future here for you. We want you to stay. Give us another season or two. We'll give you the extra money. I would imagine that. There's only so much you can probably push, right? And if somebody's not happy, they need to go. I get that. But I think if we can keep Goldston, we sort of can then, let's say, and Tav and Bassey. As I say, it's a big ask. 
I think we've got an absolute cracking defence there, real solid. And as, as Gordon said there as well, as much as you said yourself, typical old centre-half, big powerhouse, one and everything, headers, balls. That's what Rangers need. We need that in that defence because that's why the league probably cost us with stupid mistakes. And I think if we've got that, we go from there. Smashing! I think it's uh, it can really look forward to next season if we could we could keep Goldson in with a big suitor. On Connor Goldson, Gordon, mm. how big a loss will he be to Rangers if they're not able to keep a hold of him? Because as we talked about with Cameron Carter Vickers at Celtic, he's been available for pretty much every game this season. Connor Goldson has been available for pretty much every game for Rangers over the course of four seasons. He was the first name in the team sheet really for Steven Gerrard alongside James Tavernier. He was the same under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. It'll be big boots to fill if they can't keep a hold of him. Oh yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a big loss. Let, let's not be kidded with that. Of course he will be. Um, but I mean, hearing John talking about the money, sometimes it, supporters forget that, yeah, money's important. Of course it is. It's a short career and you've got to earn as much as you can. Conor Golson may be at a stage where his family... Maybe looking to get back down south or get back nearer their parents or whatever it is, we don't know with these players. If it's a case of there's a small gap between what Connor Golson wants and what Rangers are pre- prepared to offer, you can find a way to make that work. Of course, you can. Every club can. Uh, if the gap's too big, I think that would just be a case of, right, okay, shake hands and all the best in the future. But it might just be down to a simple thing like. He's been here for a few years. His family's been up here. They might look to get down. I don't know, Andrew. People don't take the the situations of players into consideration. You just think it's black and white as in, right, do you want to sign for a club? Yes. Is the money good enough? Yes. But when you've got families and you've got people that you've got to think as well, the full package comes into it. Um, and I think that's why you look back at the Rangers manager, Stephen Gerrard. I think that he took that because I think he wanted back down south. And it wasn't. That's the thing, lo- though. Uh, if you're born in England and you're from England, the Premier League may well be the pinnacle for you. And we might not understand it up here. We'll no. talk about how Celtic and Rangers are these massive clubs and why would you move from one of these teams to you know a mid table Premier League side. But if you're born in England, you grew up watching. English football Connor Goldson who will feel he's got unfinished business in the Premier League because he never really got a chance down there with Brighton yes he had heart issues that we know about but Mm -hmm. he may well feel you know this is my time he he may well sign on again at Rangers but you never know that that could be a contributing factor 100% and I think the supporters have got to realise that these clubs do get to you when you go into a club the size of Rangers and the fan base and you get into a club the size of Celtic and the fan base and you know how much it means to these supporters and you see it week in week out you see you know the travelling supports you see Celtic Park rammed every every home game you see Ibrox talking about the atmosphere Seville and everything these players really get attached to the club but sometimes unfortunately at the end of the season when they've they've, they've played to their contract they just look at other things that's happening and it's not the fact that they go, well, why would you go to an ex- a, a, a club that's smaller than Rangers, small and Celtic? Because other circumstances come into players' lives and that's unfortunate. But I think that if Conor Golson leaves, of course, he'll always have Rangers at heart. It's the same if you've played with Celtic and played a big part. You'll always have the club at heart. How many ex-players do you see coming back week in, week out just to be a part of the club and see the club? But unfortunately, I don't think Conor Golson's going to be 
there next year I think that Conor Golson would have had that deal done by now John you touched on Calvin Bassey just how big a bonus have, have, has, have his performances been this season especially in the latter stages in some really big games well, we got him as a steal. I think they paid two hundred and thirty thousand in that fee, which was uh, missed by. I think did he come from? Was it was it Leicester we got him from? Was it Watford Leicester? Leicester, Leicester, yeah, Leicester. Well, their loss, our gain. I mean, as I said, he's been absolutely outstanding. I mean, big, young, powerful guy. I've not, I've not actually really seen a left back in many, many years from what Bassey gives you. The strength in him He's good in the ball His confidence grown Rangers have made him Into a better player He's playing week in Week out And If we have to sell him Which is massive But if we're getting 20-25 million I'm not saying that's a figure But obviously the papers Were saying He'll, he'll probably be He'll be a, a record breaking Signing uh, when he, If he does go Now From what he's showed And who's out there 20 million 25 million Is not really a lot of money To these big teams in Down south Or Maybe Italy or Spain So if that's the case Look It'll be horrific to lose them But if we get a huge amount of cash What can Rangers do with that Huge amount of money We could invest that in the team And strengthen Massively Throughout You know Up front Midfield It's a huge amount of money But it would be a big loss But hopefully we could Fill the gap in there If that makes sense Touching on Goldstone As you were saying Gordon See if that's the case And he's homesick you think these players would be honest with themselves, honest with the club and the fans, and say, "Look, guys, I've had four seasons. I miss being miss. I miss my time down home. I miss my mother, my father, my auntie, my granny, my budgie, whatever it is. Don't just just be honest and say it. You know, don't start hiding behind the scenes. That, that's the thing, Gordy. He may well come out in the future and say that. I, I mean, I'm not sure any statement that he'll come out with all references. Pet budgie if he's got one but, uh, yeah, uh, I know I know that fans are desperate to hear and, and But the, the, the guy's quite He's not done anything He's he's, You know he's seen his contract out um, He doesn't need to come out And explain himself just now I know fans are desperate and think Yeah we just want to know If that's the case then we'll wish him all the best He may be sitting there Thinking what is right and what's wrong You get into that decision that you're going you know, my family and, and that may want to go down south, but I see something happening at Rangers and you're caught up there and it may take you a bit of extra time to make your mind up or whatever. You don't need to come out and just explain yourself all the time as much as supporters want. But going back to Bassey, I think Bassey leaving Rangers would be a massive loss. And I'll tell you, it's interesting, I was going to ask John there, he's saying, you know, he's not seen a left back X, Y and Z. I look at my left centre back as well. I think that's where his value, and I ain't getting caught up in how much a club's got to pay because you never know, right? So I'm not going to start putting figures I out. I mean, there. there's, there's so many contributing factors to transfer yeah. fees; it's really but, hard to. But to if I was, if I was a buying club, I would be looking at Bassey and thinking it's not just a left back we can get here; it's a left centre back with the same quality, and that does put value onto onto a player. Well, thank you to John. Next up is Grant, a Rangers fan in the South Side. Grant, what's on your mind tonight? I'm just, I had to phone in. Uh, he's going on about Connor Goldson. Oh, sorry. Good evening, gents. Sorry. Hi, Grant. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I just don't see it. I'm glad he's leaving. The, but see, the, the bottom line is this guy lost us the FA Cup. Typical 101 defending, don't let the ball go past the goalkeeper. 
And then he turns around and looks at Bassey as, as if what's happening here. The guy, I, he's, I think he's worth a goal down to every team every time he plays for us. I don't see this big centre-back that you are all talking about. I don't see it. And the guy before us, obviously a good Rangers man. I'm sorry. I don't think it's a loss to Rangers. The thing is, Gordon Grant's saying that it feels like it's starting a goal down with Goldson. Rangers nice. have... Over the last four seasons Played him in almost every game But if you look at last season Specifically Where Rangers had an unbelievable uh, Defensive record mm-hmm. In the league Where they really didn't concede Many goals at all Connor Goldson was A part of that defence If he was costing Rangers A goal every game Then they wouldn't have had So many clean sheets 100% uh, He's been a massive player for them uh, Do you know something I know that Everybody's entitled to their opinion Grant's entitled to his I don't Agree that Connor Goldson Lost Rangers the Europa League um, I think that You can strip it right back If you want to go down that road You're thinking Why is Scott Wright Allowing the cross to come in First and foremost Right When the cross comes in does, Could go, Connor Golson deal with it I think 100% Right I said it in the show It's equaliser It's 1-1 It's uh, Connor Golson Did not cost Rangers Europa League And I think that is a very Unfair statement for him Mate well, you know, Gordon, just as much of playing in finals, whether it's your FA Cup final, I know you've never played at that level, but if you've played in other cup finals and mistakes are made, mm-hmm. that guy is basically, for my, for me, he's held Rangers to ransom. I don't care about his, if he doesn't want to play for the club. I'm club first, player second. How do you know he's held him to ransom, Grant? How? What well, makes you, because well, he hasn't signed a contract, he's holding the club to ransom? He's also, no, no, he's also listen, stayed for the, the whole four I, years I of his contract, which a lot of players don't do these days. Listen, let me finish what I've got to say, if you don't mind, guys. When you go, Grant. Well, yeah, I can, we can only go by what we, we, we hear on the TV and what we read in the papers, right? And apparently Rangers have been offering on this, but he's no wanting this. He's, they've been offering on this, he's no wanting that. And then all of a sudden, it, Rumours I've heard that he's wanting to go down south because his wife wants to move back down south. As you say, Gordon, it could be other reasons, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't see Connor Goldson, this big centre-back, the way you've gone. John- got Hollander. Yeah. I would keep Balogun for another year and we'll get Suter coming in. And if Bassey stays, I think that's four excellent centre-backs. G- Grant, can I say something? I've not got a problem with you not liking Conor Golson because there are players in Scottish football and all over the world that I look at and some of them I don't like and you would probably disagree. So that is not the problem. I've not got a problem with that. Where I've got a little slight problem with you is I think you are being very unfair and saying that Conor Golson lost Rangers the Europa League. I think that is total nonsense. I really do. And in terms of his contract situation as well, looking forward, has Conor Goldson not earned the right to assess his options, Gordon? He's, um, he's gone through the full four years of his contract. He's been available for the club for pretty much every game. Could it be a case now that the club can say, you know what, well, you know, thanks for your service. You can, you can maybe take a look at your options at this point. Yeah, everybody would do it, Andrew. Um, I, I just think, and I do understand the passion of supporters. They think, well, hold on a minute, if you've not penciled down a contract, people think it's just a case of getting in and saying, look, there's your contract, there's your money, get it signed and let's announce it. It doesn't happen that. There's a lot of work to be done in the contracts now because it's a lot of money. And players have got to get the right contracts that suits you because it's a short life. 
It's a shot after that. There's m- millions of players out there, and you meet them, and you know they've they've had a great career and ended up they're having to go out and work 40, 50 hours just to try and get away. So players have got to be sensible now. Connor Golson has been a great servant to Rangers. He's played, how I don't know how many games, but the season under Stephen Gerrard, never missed a game when they won the league. I thought he was brilliant. He was in for player of the year as well. So, uh, yeah, as much as it's frustrating for the Rangers fans, and I totally take that on board if you're a supporter, I just think Connor Golson's within his rights to sit down and say, right, what is my options? And then pick the best option that suits the lad's career. Well, thank you to Grant. Of course, there was a huge promotion relegation playoff final last night. We'll take a look at that next. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL here with me, Andrew McLean, in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 0141-951-1025 for anything you want to talk about, whether it's transfers, going over your team's performance last season, whether you want to talk about Gordon DL's performance and beat the pundit over the season. 45 uh, appearances. I'm I'm needing a break. Close season, I'll beat the pundit. Did you see the league table for I this was, season? Yeah, I was. I was. I was very good. I was unfortunate in a few. Uh, I'm delighted. Alec Ray was still here, and that <laughs> table, or I had been looking up at everyone. But to play forty five times is a big ask, Andrew. Nice. It's, it's it's good commitment. I'm I'm not so sure about the results. Yeah, I would like to. I hope Mister Duncan is practicing his tossing in the summer. Sorry, what? It's tossing over the coin. Oh, the coin, right? Yeah, okay, coin tossing. That's fine. Always, always lands and tails. Right. Okay. Moving on swiftly. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Paul is a Celtic fan in Cardonald. Paul, what's on your mind tonight? How's it going, guys? Um, Hi, Paul. Just a quick uh, chat on um, the fact that Celtic have just given James Forrest a new contract. Yes. Um, obviously, Forrest has uh, been at Celtic for. Well, working years now, playing regularly, but the last couple of seasons I know he's been kind of struggling with injury and things like that, and he's obviously past 30 now. Uh, so for a winger, you're looking at obviously your, your playing times um, probably going down a little bit, but the fact that they've just given him a new two year extension to his deal it tells me that he's going to be uh, utilised in some form next season. So. What I was just going to want to put to the panel was how can we expect Celtic to get the most out of James Forrest because I think he's still got a lot to give. Um, we've went through this before with people like Scott Brown, people saying that he's finished and that's his time with the club done and then he comes back in the season when Brendan Rodgers took over and he was unbelievable. So no saying that we're expecting exactly that from James Forrest but I just kind of wanted to know what the panel thought about what James Forrest has still got to give at Celtic given he's now been given a new contract extension. I, th- I think he's still a lot to give to Celtic I like James Forrest I think sometimes you can't buy the experience that James Forrest has got he knows the club inside out he's won numerous amounts of trophies um, you know I think that when the guys like Jota who are exciting on the wing and Abada who's had a terrific season you've got to say Maeda's there as well it sort of a puts Forrest uh, to the the back of the queue but I just think that James Forrest has got a lot I know they gave him a three year bit surprised with that one right but I would have gave him a contract no problem whatsoever because I still think he's got bags to offer Celtic you look at this year for instance not played a lot people think 32 games Andrew yeah 32 in all, in com- all competitions all competitions now remember the amount of games that Celtic are going to have next season so they'll need a big big squad and if you're going to have say to me that James Forrest would be part of that squad or not part of it, 
Well I'm going on I would take James Forrest As part of that squad Because I think he can add So much to it That's a big show of faith As well from Ange Postacoglu That you know He must have gone in there Gone in the training ground Seen James Forrest On the pitch as well And thought I want this guy About the place Because a, a three year deal Is a big commitment Yeah I, I think it's a bit Of man management I think it shows The rest of the Celtic players Look you know, you perform, I'll look after you, I'll be loyal to you if you're loyal to me. James Forrest, probably at the height of his career, could have left Celtic. I'm sure there was a few clubs really interested in his services. He's been loyal to Celtic, he's been terrific for Celtic. Um, and I still think, and I think he's 31 in the summer, and 31 and a modern-day footballer that looks after himself is nothing nowadays. Um, so I still think he's got plenty to offer Celtic Football Club going forward Paul talk about Cameron Carter Vickers today that he has reportedly agreed personal terms with Celtic uh, ahead of trying to make that move permanent is that good news for you? Oh yeah absolutely I think every Celtic fan on the planet would be would welcome that news we, we seem to have had this situation time and time again when it comes to loan players like even going back to the days of people like like Craig Bellamy, and then obviously your more recent times you get people like obviously Fraser Foster, El Unice, people like that have had a, a really great loan period with the club, and then what happens is they leave in the summer, they go back to their their parent club, and then we spend the entire summer talking about how we're going to sign these players and how we need to get them back, and there's all this back and forth about either signing or not signing, and then what happens is it all peters out towards the end of the transfer window, and obviously everyone's all disappointed where the person either stays for lost him more money or moved to a club in the Premier League or something that's always seems to end in disappointment so if we could actually get these obviously Carter Vickers if we could get that sewn up nice and early obviously before everyone's put back their holidays as well that would be fantastic so I think he's got a lot to to uh, offer Celtic obviously you've seen the kind of um, impact he's had this year and I think if we could tie that down for a couple of years more then obviously it gives the, the, the team a fantastic boost but also kind of Gives us another sellable asset as well Maybe in a couple of years Because I think he's got a big future That's the key in these loan-to-buy deals That you see mm. quite a lot of these days, Gordon That it, it's Essentially try before you buy And if you can get them right They work really well Because you've got that fee agreed And as long as you can agree personal terms with the player That's the main thing then going into this summer That hopefully it, it should be pretty smooth I like it I like the fact that uh, it works for both parties uh, Andrew you know, you can get a player that comes and, uh, you know, doesn't want to settle the club, feels that that's not the way forward. You've got the club that looks and thinks, no, he's a, he's a wrong uh, fit for us because you pay a lot of money out now. You can get caught with three or four years wages and, and decent wages if you're going to clubs like Celtic and Rangers, a big two in Scotland. Uh, so I think it's good business. Uh, I, I, agree with, uh, I agree with the caller. I think that... Celtic's main priority right now Carter Vickers and Jota over a line and then they can go from there and I think it'd be a good start to summer for them Well thank you to Paul in Cardonald Gordon there was obviously a huge game last night as well St Johnston Inverness the first leg was really tight the first half last night was really tight mm. as well but St Johnston just showing their strength Yeah I'm sure Callum, Callum Davison will be delighted uh, manager this morning Andrew it was so important for St Johnston financially as well unlucky for Billy Dodds Inverness what a job he's doing up there but just fell a little bit short um, it'd have been so strange football that a team that won the cup double the next season been relegated so well done to St Johnston and I'm sure they're looking for a better season next season 
And of course every caller that made it on air tonight Went in with a chance of winning VIP tickets To see Martin O'Neill, Chris Sutton, Paul Lambert Jackie McNamara and uh, Jackie McNamara, sorry And Lubo Moravchik at the SEC Armadillo This Sunday Tonight's winner is Kevin from Newton Mearns Congratulations to you I'm sure you'll go along and enjoy that one Make sure to join us again tomorrow night I'll be in the studio with Simon Donnelly And stick around now Because Callum Gallagher is up next